Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm here joined for the first time by Kevin Malosh. Kevin, how's it going? Well, it's going good, though, but I want to know, this is my first time on here, what episode number is this? This is 102. Episode 102. Yep, took 102 episodes to get you on, Nick, but we did it. Nick, we've been friends for 10 years. <laughs> yep. How many film projects have we done together? Uh, at least three. Probably many, four or five, though. <laughs> how many times have we got drunk together? At least three. Probably four. <laughs> <laughs> how many concerts have we been to together, man? <laughs> at least three. Why did it take 102 episodes to get me on this podcast? I know, I should have had you on episode three, man. What? <laughs> exactly. Or four or five. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I didn't re- warn you of this, and I don't know how often you listen to Split Six, but do you have two truths and a lie prepared? No, I don't. Can you think of any on the fly for two me to try to guess that I don't know about you that I'm going to try to guess which one's the lie? Okay. What one is the lie? Two truths and a lie. All right. Oh, sugar. Sugar. Yep. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say bad words on this podcast? Yes. Well, shit then. I just prefer <laughs> if you didn't use the N word like you normally do. Please tell them that that is that, that <laughs> now that's a lie right there. I never use that word. Uh, anyways, okay. Um, two truths and a lie. If it's, if it's too much pressure, you don't have to do no, it. No, I'm just trying to think of something. You, know? you think it's of something? Well, I go look at this beer that I'm going to have you describe in a second. All right. Um, I once peed in one of the drinking fountains at our high school. Okay. Good old Franklin. Yeah, good old Franklin High School. We'll be talking about that later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I once took a dump in Heinz Park. Okay. Not, not in one of the bathroom facilities either. I'm talking in the woods. Yep, these all sound very Kevin. <laughs> they do, don't they? <laughs> They all involve my bodily fluids, too. I just realized that. So let's make another blast of my bodily fluids. Okay. Um, let's see here. <laughs> oh, Tell man. me something about cum. Come on. Yo, yo, it has to be about cum? I mean, it can be. It doesn't have to. You make the rules here. Do I? <laughs> well. I did once come inside of a sock. <laughs> And, well, I forgot I did it before I put it on. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with you did not pee in the drinking fountains. I did pee in the drinking fountains. So you didn't come inside the sock? You didn't shit in the woods? Which one was the lie? The come in the sock. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that one sounded very Kevin. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do tend to come in uh, <laughs> articles of clothing. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't wear them afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you're a little antsy, you know. Like, gotta get quick to it, just like you were with this beer we're about to be drinking, because yes. you already opened it for the selfie. I, I, I took a selfie beforehand. It's, uh, <laughs> it would, I thought it would look silly with a bottle cap on. So. And this is your favorite beer, right? This is my favorite beer. This is, uh, uh it's made by, uh, it's the brand is New Grist. Mm-hmm. It is a Pilsner style beer. And it is also a gluten-free beer because um, I am one of the unfortunate people in the world, like one of the 1% who suffer from celiac disease, which is a gluten allergy. Yeah. So, uh, interesting. You brought over a couple, actually, we were trying before. That's um, right. 
Yeah. Um, I also brought over another new Gris brand. It was called, was it Ghost or Gas? Ghost, I think Ghost. is how it's pronounced. It was a ghost style with lime flavor, which, I mean, I know you like that one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as you, though. Well, we got to open these before we get to the drops. So let me open okay. mine and we will describe this flavor of this glutenless beer. That's right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. You know, it's got an interesting flavor. Like, yeah, I wouldn't call it one of my favorites, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm obviously you have more options guy. than I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me though, you know, like for people who suffer who have gluten allergies, like myself, you know, I know how hard your drink options are limited. Yeah. And I've had food options are limited. You know, I've had some other. I've had. I'm not going to say the brand, just in case, whatever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but I've had one. I guess you could say a popular. Gluten-free, I don't know if it's a popular gluten-free beer, but it's made by a popular... Beer number one. Made by a popular one. Oh, excuse me. Uh, can I... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's Melissa. Made by... Made, <laughs> I was about to say, excuse me, Melissa. Uh, <laughs> made by a very popular uh, beer company. Let's just yeah. put it that. And uh, you think it, they're going to come over here and, uh, <laughs> and shut this thing down? Yes, that I, I do. don't profit from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, it does not taste very good. So it's just you know, to me, this tastes like an actual. It tastes like a pilsner to me. Yeah, it's like I a have had a little sweeter, but maybe yeah, maybe I haven't had a regular. I haven't had a real beer in a few years now. I am washing it down with Blake's Hard uh, cider. That's pineapple and sage. So I, yes. my palate is all fucked. Yeah, most of my drinks are ciders, which I do enjoy, but I don't enjoy drinking multiple ciders at yeah. once. You know, I enjoy drinking one every now and then, but. Mm. So it's like, for me, you know, I got prefer Pilsner, or they also have a ginger beer flavor as well. You know, so for anyone out there who happen to has a gluten allergy, don't don't worry. They're they're out. It's hard to find. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but they, they do exist, people. It's and it's Our this, first gluten-free yes. beer on Slit 6, I believe. Yeah, I can't wait for it to be on the wall. Yeah, you get to do the honors yes. upon completion. Awesome. It is made by the Lakefront Brewery, which is based out in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, we don't know what percentage it is. I can look on my app. I well, I, I'm pretty sure it's 5%. I think it used to say it on the bottle, but they got a new design. Okay. Well, we'll go with that because we have to get into some sporting Let's news. get into some sports. Well, before we get to the crux of this conversation, which we will let you lead the way, okay. we got to start off with uh, some of the... Because, you know, the NBA Finals and the NHL Finals are currently going on, and Game 5 of the NBA Finals is about to start playing behind I see it us. in the background, yes. Toronto has taken a commanding 3-1 to league over the d- dynasty team of our generation, the Golden State Warriors. So everything could be coming to an end, but the best player on the Warriors comes back tonight. So I, I, don't, I just always have confidence. The Warriors are one of my favorite teams. Um, I just have confidence that they're just going to sweep, sweep this out and get another championship. You know, but uh, Toronto, it's very happy for that city because it's fucking crazy. So that yeah. they're gonna, if they're going to win, it's going to be tonight, I think, because like... Has there ever been a Canadian basketball team that has won the NBA Finals? This is the only Canadian basketball team, and this is their first okay, time. I didn't even there. know that. Yeah. yeah. Shows how much you know about sports. <laughs> <laughs> we were there watching uh, the Kawhi Leonard shot game at Benny's when we were working. I uh, remember when the, the ball bounced on the rim like three times before it went in to clinch the series. Remember that? It was like a couple weeks ago. Then yes. <laughs> I guess I remember watching, yeah, but I don't remember. Oh, you know, I do remember that now. We were, yeah. we were still on the clock. That, that was uh, yeah. the first time you've gotten super excited about basketball, right? Well, no, no, no. Because actually, when, we, when I was a kid, um, I actually did watch the Pistons. Mm. 
I watched the Pistons from like uh, 2003 to like 2006 when they were actually like really good. Yeah, when they had back the championship in, the, in 04. Yeah, yeah, well the, yeah, I remember that. And actually um back in 2005 when I was in 6th grade, um my elementary school actually got chosen to meet Pistons players. It was part of their like it, oh, I think it was shit. called if I remember correctly, I believe the program was called Breed to Achieve. Nice. And my school got selected to go and actually met, like, I remember I shook uh, Ben Wallace's hand. Oh, nice. And I dude. met a couple of, I can't remember. The oh, other like players Tayshawn I met. Prince, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton. Yeah, that was the good, yes, the Chauncey, Rip Hamilton, uh, Rashid, Rashid, and Ben. And who was the other? It was Tayshawn. Tayshawn, yes. Yeah. Those, Prince those were the, the five. Yeah, those were the five best back in the day. Mm, yeah, dude. That I was remember a, that, Chauncey what a squad. was, yeah, Chauncey, I remember he was the MVP back in 2004 as well. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Pistons, that was that was my shit back then, you know? Dude, yeah, I was super into them too for a long time. And then, you know, once they got, once everything blew up mm-hmm. and then they got really bad. <laughs> You know, I kind of fell out of basketball until LeBron joined. Oh yeah, I got I fell heat. out of basketball just because I'm not really a sports fan in general, so I just kind of fell out. Like once Ben Wallace left, it was kind of yeah downhill from there. You know, and he left and, and he wasn't that good anymore. The Pistons just had some kind of remarkable yeah. chemistry together, and like people always say that that team was very bad for basketball mm-hmm. because it's just like pure defense basis based, like. They would win games to like and they only score seventy points or something, which is that's not what I remember in the NBA Finals. Insane. I remember there was like over a hundred points. Yeah, well, I mean, like, say that I think like you know, obviously they I get what I understand what you're ups, saying. But though. Yeah. they're like you know now NBA is all like let's get to like hundred and twenty and that's how you win. Like, wow, wow, <laughs> like it's so much more shooting now and three pointers and stuff. But right, well, I remember I also remember Chauncey Billups at one game had a half court shot. Yeah, well, they're mad court and made it. I'm like, wow, that was incredible. Uh, Chauncey was my favorite because mm-hmm. he was, he was the best. Liked, he was amazing. I like Rip because he always wore that cool. I, yeah, mask. Rip. I had a bobblehead of Rip. Yeah, I, actually, I had two bobbleheads of Ben Wallace too. It was one with the fro, and then one we had him braided. Mm, nice. Yeah, <laughs> fear the fro, baby. Um, but that's enough talk about the O4 Pistons. Oh man, can we go back to the O4 Pistons? <laughs> can we? Yeah. I mean, they're kind of dog garbage right now. It's stuck in a permanent middle. It's yeah. gonna be, and we have a really good player, but it's just. I don't even know who's on the team anymore. Blake Griffin's all you need. Is Darko to know. still on the team? Darko. <laughs> I don't think Darko. My I sister think Darko Kate, sells car insurance you, now. <laughs> my sister Caitlin loved Darko, and I'm like, he was the worst. Yeah. Like he, think about it. He's <laughs> he's a literally a world champion basketball player. He did, I don't think he played once during the finals. No, dude. They call him the human victory cigar because every time you go in the game, the game would already be won. Yeah. Yeah. I remember what she also had she had a Darko bobblehead. I'm like, why do you want him? He's not even cool. Like, <laughs> it's honestly like the one of the biggest busts of all time because we had the second overall pick that year, mm-hmm. and LeBron went first, and so we were like one spot away from getting LeBron James. Wow. And um, uh, wow. So we take Darko, and also who came out that year is Dwayne Wade came out that year too. Okay. And like, there's like a lot I'm of theories like the if we would have drafted Dwayne Wade, we would have won like like five or six championships because mm-hmm. we were there every year. Like we. We had like a eight eight years right, in a row making right. to the West or the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Uh, and then we made two NBA Finals. Should have won the second one, but you know, <laughs> Robert Ory. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so O four Pistons. Maybe they'll come back one day. But as for the game <laughs> going on behind us right now, Brian, you think there's any chance the World Championship or the World Champion Golden State Warriors can come back from being down three to one? So they got to win three games in a row without losing any. Are you asking me? Yeah, because you just called me Brian. Did I call you Brian? You call me Brian. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Kevin. I've uh, <laughs> had a, a fun weekend with, with Brian. Brian. <laughs> and uh, have not recovered yet. So if I'm a little off today, everybody, I'm sorry. And also, Brian actually is care. the basketball fan, as I'm sure you all know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I saw Brian a couple weekends ago. He was actually telling me about basketball. Cause he, did he take you to, what was it, uh, Seven Mikes, Seven Monks up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his spot. That's where we met. Um, that's where that's I where met, met him. him and the funny thing is, like, I was just hanging out there with my group of friends, and he, I told him where I was. He's like, oh, that's my spot. Yeah. <laughs> I go there to watch basketball. I'm like, but I, for, I forgot. What was the question you asked? Oh, do you think that the – I know you don't probably have super knowledge, but do you think that it's possible for this team – I know it's possible, but likely for the Golden State Warriors to be able to make this into something more? Um. All I know is that I did they win last year? Was that yep. them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, it's like I hear a lot about them. And who's like the main player on the team? So like the I mean, there's it's a team full of all stars. It's got Steph, it? Steph Curry, Clay Steph Thompson, Curry. That's who I'm thinking of. Kevin yeah. Durant's the, like the best player. Oh, in the world. Well, okay. I didn't even know he was on the team. Yeah. But and they yeah, also I know have Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Michigan well, State native. I mean, yeah. I, if I, I if I was a betting man, which I mean, I usually bet like five bucks every now and then. Yeah. So I'm not really a betting man, but. <laughs> You know, I would probably put my mind in the Golden State Warriors, obviously, but I don't know. I mean, I kind of, I would kind of like to see Toronto win. A lot of people would, and I understand Being that. Being that they're the underdog They team. got Kawhi yeah. Leonard, like one of the best players in the league, who is just like a robot because he doesn't have much personality, mm-hmm. like in terms of anything. It's, it's very strange guy. But he's a great, is he a great player? Oh, yeah. yeah. One, like, honestly, one of the, definitely top five and probably top too to be honest like mm-hmm. i don't know who, who i would take but over he, is he popular though or no that's the thing because like, he has no personality he has no personality yeah, which like, that's which i mean when we get into the sport i want to talk about i yeah. can bring up a lot of examples of that <laughs> right you know? yeah so like he's on the thing is with him he, he's on like a one-year like toronto traded for him mm-hmm. but he only has one year left and he's always said that he wants to go play in la is but, that where he's from uh i think so but i'm not okay. positive um but also this is team's kind of having a magical run, and the city has embraced them. And Drake goes to every game, and it's like Drake's on the court somewhere yeah, right now, yeah. you know, doing something stupid. Yeah. But uh, you know, there's a good chance that he might resign there, and that would be really good for basketball yeah. if he doesn't go and power up with like a big squad and stays in Toronto because they've built a real cool culture there. Yeah, yeah, I would love to go back. I haven't been to Toronto since I was uh, nine, maybe, maybe yeah. nine. You know? I've never been. Really? Yeah, I've only been to Canada yeah. once. Burnt the shit out of my lips. It was terrible. <laughs> you know, I haven't been to Canada actually since 2005 when I was 11. Yeah. So, you know, I would love to go back to Canada sometime and have some fun, you know. Especially Toronto because I know that's that's the big city, you know. That's yeah, like, that's like our Detroit or New York or right. Chicago or something. You it's know? like, yeah, New York of, of, the, of Canada's New exactly. York. Exactly. You know, and now we're 21. Like cities change way over twenty one, right? <laughs> Not way over, but we're over. 21. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty much way over. I'm fucking seven years over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost five years over, <laughs> pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Working at Benny's with people that are a decade younger. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird. <laughs> and I'm and if I, I'm like cool with like all those ones that are a decade younger than me too, which is even yeah. more weird. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Jeremy Jewels of our generation. We are. <laughs> yeah, the thing because when we were their age, we were hanging out with the kids that were or not the kids that were hanging out with the yeah. guys that were our age. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, uh, it's like from an outside perspective, it sounds weird, but it's like until you work there, you just don't understand. Yeah, it's restaurant culture. It's, yeah. It's a it's fun, interesting place to work. It is. Um. But yeah, so that's what we got going on. We also have the NHL Stanley Cup Finals on, uh, not tonight, but uh, they were just game six. I, I know the Boston Bruins are in the finals, right? Yes. There's just and, uh, and it's another Canadian team. No. No. And Boston is not Canadian either. Oh. <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts in the United States yeah. of America, where your brother's girlfriend lives, right? That's correct. Yes. For right now. She'll be here soon. Yes. We welcome you back. I thought it was me. another Canadian team, though. Was... No, it's the St. Louis Blues. Oh, who okay. I'm currently standing for because I just 
I think they have the cool one of the coolest logos in all sports. Okay. Just uh, that music note. I guess I'd be going for uh, the Boston Bruins just because oh, I've never dude, been fuck to Boston. Well, the thing is, I've never been to Boston, but it's a city I want to visit so badly. It just seems I heard like it's such one of the a... most racist cities in the world. I would believe that. And yeah. also, you know what they did? They put up a fucking banner, um, uh, like a billboard that said like a hundred, like a hundred and one days since our last championship. Hashtag end the drought because the Patriots just won. Uh-huh. You know, so it's just like they're just fucking assholes, man. I'm sure they are, but at the same time, like I mean, it's got a lot of history. I, I would yeah, like to yeah, know. that's the thing. I don't really, I don't know if I'd want to meet the people per se, mm-hmm. but there's you still like start a using your N word talk again up there. I don't you. <laughs> you are a dick. This is your rumor. We've started it. <laughs> no. Why can't you like just start a rumor that I'm gay? I actually would be okay with that one. Dude, yeah, I post one picture calling Kruk my boyfriend on social media, and I get a bunch of people asking me if I'm gay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Pride. I went to Pride this last weekend. Yeah, but you made it clear that you were straight by your cool shirt. I, 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 I was actually a little ner- like, I don't know why. I'm just like, here for the pussy is what he wrote on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh yeah so that we'll game talk about that, that later <laughs> that's going to game seven um i think yeah winner winner take all for that one hopefully the blues win i don't know boston's a much more talented team but well also i think of also like the music culture you know obviously like my favorite one of my favorite bands is dropkick murphy's mm-hmm. you know and it's just like to me it's just like the, the culture that they picture they the call excuse me the picture of the culture that they put in their music of Boston, you know, I just think it yeah. looks incredible. I'll, I just finished watching, you remember the old TV show Cheers? Yeah, I, mean, I just finished. I never watch, really watched it, but yeah, I just finished watching the whole series recently. And you know, it takes place in Boston. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know, one of my favorite movies, The Departed. Yep. You know, that actually, actually does make Boston look racist yeah. <laughs> for sure. But, so you know, hey, I, the people seem like dicks, but I'm just there for the culture. You know, one I, of the I things about, about Cheers that I learned recently, like I mean, like relatively recently. I did not know that that's where Frasier came from. Well, it's kind of funny you mention that because you know why I started watching Cheers? Why? Was so I could watch Frasier. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to watch, I used to watch, growing up, uh, like we did in the 1990s, <laughs> I used to watch Frasier with my parents because they always watched Frasier. Yeah. And then I also remember, like the first time I saw Cheers, I'm like, hey, that's the guy from Frasier, you know? And, yeah. <laughs> uh, then all of a sudden I start really noticing that they call him Frasier on that show. And then I'm, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, mom, dad, is that the same Frasier? Like, yeah, he was on this show first, you know? I'm like, oh, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to rewatch it to like kind of relive my childhood, and you know I'm enjoying Frasier right now. And uh, maybe we'll th- thank, maybe, thank goodness for Netflix. Once we get into uh, the entertainment, maybe we'll talk about some yeah. spinoffs that worked and haven't worked. Yeah. So yeah, that's why. But I'm like I'm the type of person that has to watch things in order. So I start off with the source. I start off with Cheers. Right. Work my way into Frasier. Got you. So. Yeah. Well. Um. Uh. So yeah, that's going to Game Seven. Go Blues. Uh. Please go win. Boston. Fuck Boston. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I don't think there's much NFL news to get to, so the season's not even going. Season's on right not now. started oh, yeah. yet. Nope. And I don't give a shit about baseball. So <laughs> I I love to play it. I played baseball growing up, but uh, my God, are you <laughs> watching it is something completely different than it is than playing it. Yeah, it's boring as fuck. There's there's no action. Yeah, and I need action. <laughs> uh, speaking of action. Speaking of action. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin, your favorite. Because it was your favorite sport? I don't this know. is my favorite sport to is watch. It, is it a sport? There's always a, a debate. It's, no, it is a 100% a sport. Okay. There are judges. You know, there are points. You know, there's, you know well, there are rules. Are we talking about UFC or are we talking about WWE? Oh, we're going to talk about WWE? Okay. Oh, we can do that too, yeah. I was no, going to no, no. talk about UFC. Okay, well. let's do, Okay, yeah, UFC unquestionably a sport. I was... Yes. I thought we were going the other way. WWE, um, I've... Do I... 
I don't think it's a sport. I wouldn't call it necessarily a sport, but I mean, you can't deny that there is a, it's an athletic performance. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful and yeah. crazy thing yeah, to put I've, your body through. Oh, yeah. It's super it's, impressive. It's like crazy live action theater, you know? Right. It's, these are, you know, I mean, a lot of, and I just like a lot of wrestlers, you know, obviously have back, athletic back, professional wrestlers, what I'm talking about, not like, like real, like freestyle wrestlers. Yeah. You talk about prof- profession, professional, as I'm saying in quotations, professional yeah. <laughs> wrestlers. Um, Good things we have cameras going in here. Yeah, right? exactly. Right? <laughs> well, that's why I say I'm saying in quotations, professional wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, it's sports-esque. There's sports element, but, I mean, it is completely 100% predetermined. It is, I view it as uh, scripted entertainment. Yeah. So, and we could, so it's just like, do we talk about it in the sports session or the entertainment session? Yeah, we'll talk about it in the end of this one and the beginning of the next one. How about that? That would work out good. <laughs> All right. Well, All let's right. talk about the UFC. Um, UFC. Was, was there a big, well, before we get into this, did you see that Justin Bieber challenged yes, Tom Cruise into yeah. the, in the octagon? For an MMA fight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's pretty silly yes um i i i was i thought about sharing that i'm just like i don't know what to say about that <laughs> i heard a th- i heard a theory that it might be um uh the thing that stuck out to me the most is that justin bieber doesn't know the difference between the words your y-o-u-r and your y-o-u apostrophe r-e got you yeah well that sucks <laughs> grammar slammer <laughs> um, I, i'm bet i'm gonna fuck up my grammar a lot during this you remember, that, remember that show <laughs> celebrity Deathmatch? like the yes movie? yes like i think there's a rumor that, that that's coming back and they're probably yeah probably like, a, like a stunt like for just okay. Bieber. because well you know that kind of randomly challenged you know kind of yeah. also who do you got well, I didn't know that Tom Cruise actually trained, so I guess maybe Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, 56. Justin Bieber, 25. Well, that's another good point, too. Yeah, I mean, Justin Bieber's got the youth on him. And how? how and Tom Cruise, I know, is like a little guy, which doesn't really mean that much if you're legit. Yeah. But how big is Justin Bieber? Do you know? I think he's pretty, uh, I would say probably like my height. I don't know. I guess I can look it up real quick. Because I think, I don't know how, I think like Tom Cruise, I, I think Tom Cruise is like around my size, which I'm not a big guy either. You know, I'm like about like maybe like I'm about like average, maybe slightly below average. I think average. Tom Cruise is shorter than you. Is he? I mean, I'm not positive, but I think so. Yeah, because like, would you you consider me like about maybe like average or just slightly below average? Would you like say? height wise? Height or you know body type wise? Body ties, you're like skinny, little. Scrawny. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I don't, yeah. I'm not scrawny. I'm, just, I'm skinny. What is what does <laughs> what does scrawny mean? Well, think about. Oh, hey, look at these. Look at these. Look at those guns right there, man. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Look you're at those definitely guns. a little scrawny, just like oh, I look am. At, no, wait. Well, when the four, I got weak four. I got scrawny forearms. I don't deny that. Look at those biceps, though, baby. Yeah. yeah. You, you look like a little like a little cut up, but yeah, like, cut just up. but just small. You know yes, what I mean? I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. I hope I'm sorry. Hope, folks, I hope, yeah. I'm not trying to be cocky here. Yeah. I'm. A, I'm. I'm definitely smaller for sure. I mean, I'm not trying to, but I don't think I'm like super super small. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Um. I. I, I got Justin Bieber. Um, yeah. I think youth <laughs> in a physical prime. Well, like, I heard that uh, in like in high school, back in high school, Tom Cruise, because I read the article, was like an all-state wrestler. Oh, yeah? A real a real wrestler. <laughs> I mean, if that is... If this, but, if somehow, and I've heard that he's actually kept up with training-wise. So I'm like, oh, I didn't. How much would you pay to watch that? I wouldn't pay to watch that. No? I think it would be like a pretty big spectacle. It'd be oh, I'd, I'd, I think it'd be interesting to see, but like I wouldn't take, I wouldn't want to see it in the UFC. Cause like, mm-hmm. Isn't Mc, didn't you say something about McGregor like fronting everything? or What well, he chimed in on that because he wants to challenge, he's been challenging Mark Wahlberg. Uh, as, oh, I don't think he's serious, obviously. I mean, Conor McGregor would whip Mark Wahlberg's ass. Yeah. No doubt about it. But you see, because Conor McGregor, you know, he's a, he is a legitimate prize fighter. Yeah. And he wants, 
he wants and shit. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I can't disagree. <laughs> I don't hate him, but yeah, fuck Conor McGregor. But I do want to see him fight again. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, he he has that personality, which I can we can talk about that. You know, that's why right. he's so popular. He is a good fighter too. He does back it up. He's not the best, but he's like top level for sure. Right. You know. But you know, like he he wants to fight. He's saying he wants to fight Mark Warburg and Conan O'Brien too because they have they own shares in the UFC. And Conor uh, said that he wants shares as well. Oh, okay. And that's why he's like pissed off at these celebrities. So he's gonna fight them for their shares. Yeah, that's what he, that's literally what he says. He wants to fight them. He wants his, he wants his what he thinks he deserves is his, his shares. Got you. Which is like oh, I'm yeah. sure if he offers up the money, he can get the shares. <laughs> but it's like you can't just get shares, you know. So was there a, wasn't there a fight this weekend? Yes, there it? was. There was a. I only got to see the last three. Which the only way you can watch UFC now is through ESPN Plus, and oh. I. Yes, and I had a very horrible experience with ESPN Plus. My Why? free trial has not been going well. What? Well, I got a Roku TV at my house. Yeah, and I just wanted to watch the prelims. The prelims are free, right? I like I wanted to buy the pay per view too. I every time I tried to go to the prelims, it said that your it said something like your content provider does not allow you access to this content. Oh, that's annoying. I called Xfinity because I'm like, was that my content? Because that's who I have for internet. Yeah, right. You know, they said, you got to call ESPN. I called ESPN. It's like, well, it looks like you're having technical issues. Yeah, well, here, give me your phone number. We're going to try to work this out and call you. They never called me back. Yeah. Oh, fuck so, me. hey, I hate to admit, I don't. I know I don't exactly condone piracy, <laughs> but a friend of mine Not may, all of a wink. <laughs> <laughs> my friend may or may not have pirated the pay-per-view. Yeah. And I may wink. or may not have seen the last three fights, which, hey, I tried to watch it legally, Dana White, if you're listening. I don't think he is. <laughs> if you're listening, Dana White, <laughs> feel free to come on and explain yourself. <laughs> feel free to call me an asshole and all the other rude things that you call everyone else. <laughs> but, hey, I wanted to see the fights, and I tried to do it legally. I wanted to see the whole thing and yeah. talk about this. I was going to split it with someone because it's 60 bucks, but right. I couldn't do it. So, hey, I got to see the last the last three fights I actually wanted to watch. So. Yeah. That was good. So who is uh, who is the big the big match? The main. Do you want to hear the main event, um, or do you want to hear? Because I can do the last three fights are pretty much the big matches. Okay. Well, yeah, I think we got time to do the the do how three. How much time we got left? We got like it looks like about where are we at here? We got about ten minutes left. In okay, yeah, I'll ch- try to wrap this up. So uh, the third fight, there's always five fights on the main pay per view card. Okay. And. Uh, Whenever the main event is always five uh, is always five rounds, or if it's a title fight, it's always five rounds. Usually, if it's but it's, if it's just a you know just a fight, it's yeah. always three rounds unless it's in the main event. So the first fight that I saw, which was the third fight on the card, it was UFC 238 this past weekend. Okay, and um, the third fight was Donald Cowboy Cerrone against uh, Tony Ferguson. And they are both. Uh, what a what what two <laughs> vastly different names. Yes. <laughs> Tony Ferguson and the Cowboy or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Cowboy is one of my favorite fighters. Tony, I love to watch him fight, but I'm not a fan of him as a person. Yeah. Because I think he's weird. Although, if Tony Ferguson, if you're listening to this, because he recently did have some mental health issues, and I feel bad for him. So it yeah. seems like he's actually been getting better now. So, I, I I have no ill will towards him, obviously, but that doesn't make I'm a fan of him. Right. But it's not bec- but you know, because we all suffer from mental illness from time to time, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, me not liking him has nothing to do with the fact that he had uh, some mental illness uh, problems. Got you. So, but uh, so you know, that's that, and that they both fight in the lightweight division, which is 155 pounds. So they cut weight to 155 pounds, and uh, 
you know, and these guys always go for it. You know, they're, you know, they like to duke it out, and especially, cow, especially Cowboy. He, he's the, the most active fighter on that roster. I don't know how old he is now. Does um, he come in wearing stirrups? No. He comes in wearing a hat, for sure. Does he? A cowboy hat? Yeah, yeah. He actually walks out the Kid Rock's cowboy, which that I'm not a Ugh, fan of. Yeah, gross. I know, right? But no, he's he's very active. He fights, like, I don't know how many times a year, at least four to five times a year, which is insane. Always brings a gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he likes to shoot him outside. He does a lot of cool stuff. He's always yeah. water skiing or, cage di- or cave diving mm. and stuff like that. He's a cool guy. So who won? Um, well, that's the thing. This kind of ended weird because... Um, it was pretty back and forth. It was, I'd say it was pretty... I actually think Cowboy might have won the first round. It was pretty yeah. even. And Cowboy's a pretty good fighter, but, like, again, he's not the best. Tony is one of the best. And oh, this okay. is how Tony fights. He always, like, comes... Usually he usually he seems to take it easy in the first round, and in the second round, oh, boy, did he pick it up. He was yeah. whipping Cowboy's ass in the second round, but Cowboy can take a hit. Yeah. He, he can take a hit, especially because... Cowboy's natural. There's Drake on the TV. <laughs> Cowboy's natural rate class is probably the 155 pound division, and he was in that division for a long time. Then, for a few years, he went up to 170, and he had some good wins there. But he, he also had some bad losses, and he went back yeah. down to 155. So this is definitely his division, and he's been on a good. Ro- he's actually been on a roll ever since this last fight. Mm. But at the end of the second round, after the bell rang, Tony got a shot in after the bell rang for the second round, got him right in the nose. And, you know, the ref warned him about that because, you know, that's illegal. Yeah. You can't do that, you know. And that could drastically change the a fight. Especially right. that's a headshot. You can get rocked from that. Right. But then, unfortunately, though, for Cowboy, um, when the doctors were checking on him, um, then after they went to the corner, they were going to start the round again. I guess I didn't, you know, I'm not a, I don't know much about, you know, uh, sports injuries and all that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not really an athlete. But uh, what Cowboy did was, uh, before the round's about to start, his nose was supposed to have been broken and he like blew his nose and what that did was it caused his eye to swell shut oh dude I think I saw a picture of this yeah you might have and so they had the doctors come back in to check on his eye and his they could not open his eye at all so they had to stop the fight so Tony won by a TKO okay even though he got an illegal shot yeah well because that's see that's the thing because it hit him on the nose that's why I said he punched him in the nose yeah not the eye so that injury would not have anything to do with that eye injury. Oh. And also the fact is he was kind of whipping him beforehand, so it was just like that one blow would not have right. would not have affected that. Got you. Yeah. Okay, on to the se- or the fourth card? Yeah, the fourth fight. So the fourth fight, that's called the co-main event, okay. which, I mean, I don't really know what's called a co-main event. There's only one main event, and that's always whatever's on last. But right. <laughs> that's the UFC for you. I like that market. But this was actually a pretty cool fight. This was... It was a five-round fight because it was a championship fight. Mm. It was for the Women's Flyweight Championship, and that's 125 pounds. It was against the champion, uh, Valentina Shevchenko, Mm -hmm. taking on the challenger, Jessica I. And Valentina Shevchenko, she is a one bad bitch. Yeah. She is is awesome. I mean, she seems like so nice and innocent, you know. Nice long blonde hair, but then she also has some gun. Ta- she actually has some gun tattoos on her. Oh, really? <laughs> I wish I knew what country she was from. It's from. It's a European country, but it's not like uh, not one of the big yeah, ones. Yeah, it's not one of the big ones. Which, sorry, Valentina, if you're listening, I know you're not. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be saying that a lot, folks. So <laughs> it's okay if one of you randomly are listening. Hey, welcome. Yes. So, anyways, she. I and also I love Valentina. She's one of my favorite female fighters. So she's taking on Jessica I, and Jessica I, um, she's actually they, they both used to fight at one hundred thirty-five pounds, but 
is 125 pounds is definitely their natural weight class. Even though Valentina was very successful at 135, she never became the champion. Right. She had, I, I know she had one title fight there, which she lost to a decision. So she didn't get tap out. She didn't get knocked out. She lost by decision. It was so like that means when it goes to the it refs. was razor th- yeah by the, to the judges yeah and that was a razor thin decision. I actually kind of thought that she won that fight, but you know I'm not a judge. But anyway, so she took on Jessica I, and during the first round she was completely dominant over Jessica I, Valentina. Mm. Like uh, I don't think Jessica got in any offense. Um, and I remember she. I think she got in some. If I remember correctly, uh, I know how. I remember how the in the beginning. I think she got in some body shots, like some uh, some mid kicks, kicks in the midsection. Mm-hmm. And then I remember she uh, pretty much grappled her for the rest of the round, got her up against the cage, took her down. And I remember she was got her in a Kimura lock, which that's uh, t- kind of like an that's like a a type of an arm bar. It's an arm submission. Okay, where she. Uh, was laying on top of her. She had, I think, she had her legs like in her other arm, if I remember correctly. I'm trying to paint the picture, and she's twisting her arm. But this was in the last ten seconds of the round, so you hear every time when it gets down to the final ten seconds, um, the timekeepers, I believe, they always like smack like two, uh, like, like that. Yeah. It's like two pieces of wood together to let the fighters know that there's ten seconds left. So she gets in her kimura. It's like, oh my god, she looks like she's her arm could break, or she's got, or she's got to tap out. But there's only ten seconds left. Well, uh, Jessica was actually able to reverse it, get on top of her. Then you hear the horn for the end of the round. Oh. And so then second round begins. And then um, I can't really remember how long it took. I think it only took 26 seconds in this round. I'm uh-huh. trying to remember if Valentina got any body shots in, but she got in a head kick. <laughs> oh, those ones can get you, huh? Oh, yeah. Because the thing is, Jessica thought, because like I said, she got in some body shots earlier with uh, some mid- some kicks to the midsection. Jessica clearly thought that she was going to go for another kick to the midsection, so she dropped her hands. Oh, she got her leg all the way up to the head. Shin bone hit directly on the head. Knocked out cold instantly. Fuck. And Valentina, you know, because... shit makes me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Valentina, she was about to get on top of her after that to hit uh, more, and she was about to go, and then she, like, skipped over. She's like, oh, nope, she's out. Yeah. Which, Valentina, you know, that was a wonderful thing that you did to not uh, continue striking after you could see that she was knocked out. That was a, yes. That is Good great. Job. That's nice great sportsmanship. Exactly. That's great sportsmanship. <laughs> All right. Before we run out of time, main fight. Oh, and the main event was. Oh man, I wish we had more time to talk about it. Um, <laughs> Henry Cejudo, who is the men's flyweight champion, uh-huh. 125 pounds, challenging for the vacated 135 pound the bantamweight title in the men's division. He bought. He went up in weight to challenge for the 135 pound title against Marlon Morris, who was the number one ranked bantamweight. Okay. The reason why, okay, the reason why the title was vacated is because the former champion T.J. Dillashaw fought Henry Cejudo in the last fight. He actually went down in weight to try to win the 125-pound yeah. title from Henry Cejudo. He got stopped in the first round, and it seemed like it was an early stoppage. But then afterwards, it was came out that T.J. Dillashaw got tested for banned subs, substances. Oh, EPO specifically, which is I believe what Lance Armstrong got caught for, gotcha. which I believe like enhances your cardio and stuff like that. I'm not a scientist. And oh, really? It's yes, and it's like <laughs> sometimes. Oh, okay, we can go in. Fear number two, entertainment. <laughs> anyway, so. Anyway, so, so. I drink faster than you. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, well, also I'm talking. Yeah, no, you're right. It's nice. I get to just listen for once. So, and also EPO is sometimes fighters test positive, but they can determine that a supplement they've taken was contaminated. If they can prove that, then the, the suspension is reduced, you know, and it's like, hey, okay, I guess, hey, it was proven. You know, they yeah. tested this supplement they'd taken and it was contaminated. 
EPO is only you can only consume it by injection. Okay. There is no way he took anything contaminated, and he pretty much and he also admitted it too. Like so, he's suspended for two years now. And, gotcha. uh, and they stripped him of it. Or actually, I guess he said he vacated it first. Mm-hmm. So the number one ranked Bantamweight was taking on the coming Henry Cejudo, yeah. the flyweight champion. And um, actually, and fun fact, uh, my brother-in-law, Phil, who lives in Arizona where Henry live, Henry trains, mm-hmm. he trains with his jiu-jitsu coach, actually. Oh, really? Nice. Yes. And I don't know much about Marlon Marais. I know he's more of a striker. He's he's uh, Brazilian. Uh, he's had some sick, some bad knockouts. Like, he... Algermain Sterling, he kneed him in the head, yeah, out cold. Like he like stood there, he was like frozen and then fell over. It was, that was scary. And wait, like, so wait, who won this fight? Henry Cejudo did. Henry Cejudo. Yes, and I'll get to that. So I'm trying to like pick. I'm trying to like tell like the whole backstory. Yeah, and getting up you. to the, like getting up to it. So and also Henry Cejudo, he is also an Olympic gold medalist in freestyle wrestling. Oh really? I believe yes. I believe for the USA uh, 2012. Team. Okay, nice. Yeah, so he's a bad... Kudos to him. He, and he's and they're little guys. <laughs> they're little guys. Obviously, we tell him by the way, and Henry's right. like about 5'4", I think. What is, is wrestling a summer sport? Yes, that's in the Summer okay. Olympics. So we have the... Does that mean we have the Winter Olympics coming up next year? I don't know. Okay. I don't really we'll know get much to that. about the Olympics. We'll get to that the next year. I guess so. <laughs> Marlon, I'm going to say he might be 5'5", five because five, he looked like slightly taller. I don't know. Yeah. But that doesn't matter because they're bad motherfuckers that whip anyone's ass. Yeah. <laughs> unless, they're, unless they're fighting like... The heavyweight fighters, but <laughs> anyway, so the first round, I guess uh, Henry has also injured his ankle earlier in the week, so he, his ankles were actually taped during the fight. And Marlon, I say, was pretty dominant. He's definitely, I would say, he was the better striker in that, and um, definitely outstruck him. And Henry's kind of, he has good striking, good striking, but he's also probably his wrestling is probably the best. And uh, this is my favorite fight on the card, by the way. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> So he, I'd say Marlon definitely won the first round, but then the second round, oh boy, did Henry come back. How many rounds are there? Three? No, this was a five round because it was a main event and it's also a title fight. Oh, so they give, they give extra rounds for that? Yeah, that's what I, I explained that earlier. Oh, sorry. I'm a little dazed <laughs> and taking in a lot of and information confused. at once. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's, why I'm trying to, that's why I'm trying to explain everything, yeah. you know, so right. people understand what I'm talking about. So I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but, you know, it's like it was pretty, it was like a slugfest at that point. It was awesome, and Henry was definitely getting the best of him. And um, I, and I believe it was. I think it went to the third round. I, it did go to the third round. Uh, Henry at one point took him down to the ground. Was dominating him on the ground, and then eventually, you know, he was. Henry stood up while Marlon's still on the ground. He's just pounding him, punching him in the face, and then he started hitting him with some hammer fists and all that. I think it was actually close to the end of the third round. H- hit him with some hammer fists. Finally, the referee came in and stopped the fight. Mm-hmm. One via TKO. Now Henry Cejudo is now the men's flyweight champion. The men's and the men's bantamweight champion. Now nice. he's he is now in the UFC. He is now, I believe, the fourth dual champ, dual champion. Mm-hmm. The first being Conor McGregor with uh, the featherweight and lightweight titles, one forty five and one fifty five. The second, I believe, was it was Daniel Cormier with uh, the light heavyweight and uh, heavyweight, light heavyweight being two hundred five, and then heavyweight being, which is kind of was weird to me, but heavyweight can range from 206 pounds to 265 pounds. Mm-hmm. The next one is Amanda Nunes, who was the women's 135-pound champion, Bantamweight, and the women's featherweight champion, 145 pounds. She's still both dual yeah. champion, and now Henry Cejudo. There we go. Yes. So um, MMA is my favorite sport. It's really the only sport I watch. Um, well, hey, you, it's so. clearly your favorite. You're pretty good at talking about it. So. Yes, yes. I would love to have Jeff. Has Jeff been on the podcast? Jeff has been on the podcast. I would love to get on the podcast with him and talk, yeah, especially because Jeff actually trains 
actually trains too. So maybe we, we'll give yeah. you. Maybe you guys should start your own podcast. Maybe like a, like yeah. a little thing. Um. Uh, so we're in entertainment, Brian. Or right. I keep calling you Brian. What I'm not the, Brian. Damn it! What the fuck is wrong with me today? Jesus Christ! <laughs> too much fun, guys. I don't have any more serotonin. Do Brian left. and I look familiar or something like that. <laughs> no, you guys just like met you both at the same place, so kind of similar in that way. Right. But um, I am. I want you to hand me that black container thing on my shelf back there while I go through this because this, okay. is, a, this is something I want to talk about. Okay. So Kevin is going to grip my uh, my Bonnaroo box, guys. I'm going to Bonnaroo. This is going to be nuts, and I'm probably going to die. But, Kevin, I want to show you all this cool shit that comes with it. I'm excited. So, first we get this cool bandana. I like it. It says uh, radiate positivity. Oh, I like that. Kind of something I'm all about. Yes, absolutely. We get... Oh, uh, this thing's th- this pamphlet of information uh, telling you pretty much how not to die, <laughs> because <laughs> leave, leave no friend behind, <laughs> stay hydrated, say it worry free, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> it's hot in here, so take off all your clothes. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Avoid a wasted weekend. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get this cool ass map. And like, there's like this light that it comes with. Let me find that real quick. Sorry, everybody. I know this is uh, in, isn't necessarily the best audio medium, but I'm excited and I want to talk about it. But it's got this map and this little light that like reveals like hidden things on it. Oh, that is awesome! Isn't that cool? Yeah. We gotta <laughs> and, turn the lights off and try that. Yeah. And this is fucking everyone that's gonna be there. Let me see here. Tell me some of your favorites on here if you have any. Okay. Um can't find any yet actually i'll probably just put this on apparently this wristband that it comes with gets me into everything i have to register this online wow there was like no one on that first on the thursday lineup dude yeah this not it's not the best lineup there's like t- literally only two bands that i actually really like but okay. just the Lumineers. oh gorgia they're a, they're are they a, good oh well they're a metal band okay here's a, you know what i know because nick i'm in the metal i know nick's not but nick yeah. if lyrically like they're Lyrics are about like save are about like environmental topics. So oh, that's cool. I, you know, and can you understand them? Yeah, I mean, they kind of they, they like sing and scream as well. Like, I'll, I mean, I'll show you me- metal's different than death metal. You know, like yeah, well, it's I'm sure they have elements of death metal, but they're not a death metal band. I would yeah. call them. I would say they're kind of metal core. Okay, they definitely do have a hardcore sound to them. Yeah. So I'll play. I want to play one of their songs. I think you might dig. I think you could dig some of their stuff. Okay, well we can. Even when he's yes, even when he's screaming, I think you could still understand. I mean, they don't do. I don't think I've heard a Gurgia song where they do death growls. I mean, dude, you know how much I like the album Daisy. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, they scream a lot on that (laughs) album. Yeah. So yeah, Gorgia I think is a great metal band. Do you like the Lumineers? I do like the Lumineers. Do you like the Yvette Brothers? I don't know them. Those are the two that I'm excited for, and of course, Lil Dicky. I love Lil Diggy. <laughs> Lil Diggy's, uh, I think he's a great rapper. Isn't it? That's me so. I ain't fucking Cardi B. I'm like not at all a fan of her, but it's gonna uh-huh. be cool seeing her because I would never see her in real life. You know. I see Post Malone. Post I don't Malone. Really know if I'm really a fan of his. I don't music, even know anything like, about Post Malone. I just oh, know he, he looks actually, dirty. He was. He's a rock. He was actually a rocker. Is he? He actually tried out for the band Crown the Empire. I think he auditioned to play guitar for them. Interesting. I think it's just. I heard he might do everything, but like his rap is more popular than like his other stuff. Yeah. I don't know for that for a fact. Juice World, he's a rapper that I like. I, Juice World is considered an emo rapper. Yeah. And I'm depressed, so it. it. <laughs> How do you feel about that Hobo Johnson guy? He's going to be there. Don't know Hobo Johnson. Okay, people like him. He's like. Okay. 
I don't know. I think he's a little overrated, but let's see who else here. I'm, I'm reading all the bands here right now. Yeah, the Grand Old Fish is playing three sets. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't even know most of these guys. I don't, yeah. Oh, Fish Fish is playing two sets. Yeah, they're playing. Lumineer, th- I, I like the Lumineers. I've seen Walk the Moon once, and you're not a fan of them, I are you? I fucking hate Walk the Moon. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely not, not going. I'm that. not a fan of them either, but I don't really hate them. I don't like hate them like you do, though. Yeah, they I, got that. A lot of it's the, for my my my. Yeah. Uh, when I saw them Dillon. though, uh, the last song that they played, it was something. It was like the headphone song, which Walk the Moon fans know what I'm talking about. That song was actually it was kind of a it was pretty rock and track. I actually thought it was yeah. dope. Like my friend Zach, who's he's more like a hard rock metal, like like I am too, but I like I like a lot of other stuff as well. Right. You know, he's like all hard rock and metal. He's like, you know what? That song we saw them open up for Muse. Oh, nice. He was like, you know what? That last song was pretty dope. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty dope, wasn't it? So I mean, who else you, you gotta Moon? have at least some good songs, but like those yeah, radio yeah. songs for Walk the Moon are just like so fucking corny. I do. Oh, Mac DeMarco. I've heard when I heard him, I thought he was pretty good. Have okay. You, I think you. Mm-hmm. I think you would like Mac DeMarco. Okay. I think that's more your style. Nice. Uh, let's see. Um, get to the bottom now. Dude, what is Grand Ole Opry? I don't know. I don't either. I've heard of it. Wow, they're AC Slater. What is? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild. It's a. It's wild, man. I can't believe there's this many people. Pl- I don't. I don't know how I'm going to not here. die during yeah. this trip. The only other band here I know I saw is Rival Sons, and I'm really not a fan of theirs. You want to see these cool ass stickers I got? I do. Wow. So yeah, I don't think I'd be wanting to go to Bonnaroo this year. <laughs> Even got a pizza. Oh. I was really hoping Vampire Weekend would be there because you know they yeah. just released their new album. Have you checked that out? Are you into them? Not really. I I mean some stuff. Yeah, I've heard some of the new songs like on the radio or whatever, and I actually thought it was I thought it was sounded okay. Yeah. I yeah. just don't like you know what's that one big song that a punk. Yeah, that like. one. I don't like that. But you told me a funny story. Yeah, about it. <laughs> the Vampire Weekend opened up at a concert playing a punk three times in a row. <laughs> that's I find that that is like such a punk rock thing to do right there. Oh shit! That is hilarious. So I, you know what? I don't like that song, but I got to give him props for that. Yeah, just like. <laughs> but no, I have heard some Vampire Weekend songs that I actually think is oh well, that's cool. I have heard some Van. Oh wow, translucent. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard Vampire Weekend songs that I do enjoy though. Yeah, no, they're one of my favorite bands right now. Um, that's cool. Their new album, Father of the Bride, is really good. They're. <laughs> they're, they're like I like to say they're like my favorite band with like the worst fucking band name. Yeah, it, it's a pretty bad band name. <laughs> and their last album was really good, the one before the Father of the Bride, but it was called Modern Vampires of the City. <laughs> like just so stupid. Do they do they even sing about vampires or no? <laughs> Not I, at all. I might I might like them if they did. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so that's Bonnaroo, guys. Um, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna have Sophia on the podcast next week. She's uh, oh, who I'm going with. That's cool. So we're gonna be talking all about it. You know, <laughs> sports is gonna hurt for a little bit because uh, I have to, <laughs> I have to somehow talk about these NBA and NHL things, and I'm not gonna be able to watch any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but, they're uh, gonna be outdated by the time you get to talk about them. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> so, yeah. um, uh, are you into Black Mirror? No, not really. Okay, the new season came out. Uh, apparently. Apparently, Miley Cyrus is in one of them. Okay. And she's like a singer in it, and she covers a fucking Trent Reznor song. Oh, man. Which I think is just going to be badass. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but like, I'm excited for that. I, I love Miley I... Cyrus. You do? Yeah. I just like. I love Trent Reznor. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I like her music. I'm just saying I like her persona mm. and whatnot. 
Okay, you know, yeah, I don't have a problem with her as a person. I'm just not a fan of her music, I guess. I mean, and like, you know, classic songs like Party Except for in Party the USA. USA. I mean, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's a jam. That's <laughs> right. a jam. That's a high school song there. <laughs> or The Climb. Remember that one? Every chance you can to. Uh, I'm doing a terrible job, guys. No, I'm I so don't sorry. know. <laughs> I don't know. I know the climb by no There's doubt. There's always going to be another mountain. I'm always going to want to make it move. This does not sound like my... Well, never mind. Come on, listen. I, apparently, I listen to indie rock and heavy metal, yeah. which is... That's already... That's a big contrast right, right. there, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, uh, so, um, what was I just saying? Oh, Frasier. <laughs> oh, Frasier, yes. So one of my favorite sitcoms. What, I guess you you know, why don't you yeah. enlighten us a little bit on Cheers? Because I don't know shit about Cheers. I know it's well, about a bar. Right? It takes place at a bar in Boston. It is run. Does Frasier take place in Seattle? Yes. He, yes. Okay. So what's the guy? Right, I think on. there's probably there's probably some continuity errors there, obviously. <laughs> but like they kind of like explain it like in the first episode of Frasier, like because he starts doing a radio, like kind of like we're doing now. Yeah. He hosts a, like a psychiatry like radio show. Oh. Okay. Because he's a psychiatrist. He's Doctor Frasier Crane. Like in the first episode of Frasier, like he says, like I think it's like eight, six or eight months ago, I was when he's talking to his listeners, I was hanging out at a bar in Boston most of my time. And I decided to move back to the place where I grew up, Seattle. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever mentioned that he was from Seattle on Cheers once. And I remember one continuity era where I pointed out to my dad when we were watching it a few nights ago where uh, he said that his father was a scientist in Cheers who died. Mm. Yes. But in Frazier, he lives with his dad in Seattle. Oh. <laughs> but the thing is, they actually covered that up. They kind of cleverly where like um when the char- the main character literally the main character in cheers sam malone came to visit fraser in seattle mm-hmm. and um he said i, I think it's like in the first or second season actually of fraser and like when he meets his dad he's like oh has fraser told you about me he's like did he tell you i was a retired cop he's like no he told me you're a scientist or no, 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 no. He, he, did he tell you about me? He said, yeah, he told me that you were dead. <laughs> and he's like, what? You told him I was dead? He's like, I was mad at you. So I said you were dead. He's like, did you tell him, did <laughs> so, he tell him that I was a cop? He's like, no, he told me you were a scientist. You told me I was a scientist? <laughs> he's like, you, well, you were dead. What did I care? <laughs> or you were mad at me. I was mad at you and, you were, and you, I said you were dead. What did it matter to me? So, right. <laughs> so it's like, all right. So I'm sure there's others. I mean, I'm not like pointing them all out, obviously. I don't yeah, really yeah, care, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a show. At least, hey, at least they tried. People called Frasier like the smartest show on TV. Is that accurate? Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm kind of stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you stupid idiot! I have an IQ below 100. I don't know if that's true or not. Actually, I think if you get 100, that means you're right where you're supposed to be. I hope I'm. I hope I'm at least a hundred. I don't know for <laughs> it's all. I, I actually was just listening to a podcast about it today. I mean, yeah, he it's all talks about, about uh, age. Yeah. Like he talks a lot of smart things. You know, like he knows how to speak French. He likes to drink his fancy wine. Mm-hmm. He's a psychiatrist. You know, he's, he's Doctor Fraser Crane. You know, he has so a speech. what was he, his character? And well, how do you? Oh, get and the to reason Seattle? why he. Oh, the reason why he went to Boston. No, it's the reason why he went to Boston is because he went to Harvard. Okay, gotcha. He's a Harvard graduate. That's why he went to Boston. So are they young in that show? What show? Cheers. Younger, but they're. I'm gonna say in their cheers, they're like in their like 30s. Okay, so it's like late, like mid 30s, early 40s. And by Frazier, he's like in his early 40s to late 40s. Got you. So, um, how he gets to Seattle, the reason why is because on cheers, he's married. Okay, am I giving out spoilers to two television shows that have been off the air for decades now? For multiple decades, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he's married. But what he did, he's he, uh, him and his wife get divorced, and that's and he decides to move back to Seattle. 
Okay, gotcha. To start like a new life. So that makes me thinking like, all right, let's think of some spinoffs. You know any other spinoffs that uh, have worked out? Because Frasier definitely worked out. I mean, it was had a how many seasons was that? Uh, Eleven, same as Cheers. Yeah, see, like very successful spinoff. Yeah. Um, the only one that comes to mind that I think is like one of the best shows on TV is Better Call Saul. Oh yes, absolutely. Do you watch that? Yes, I've seen every episode. Yeah, me too. Like whenever it's on, that's like the only sh- that's like the only show whenever it's on that I watch weekly at my at a friend mm-hmm. of mine's house. Yeah, it's like honestly, it, I mean, it's hard to beat Breaking Bad, but it's getting close. Oh, it is man. so good though. It's like like this last season was remarkable. Yes, like you just see him turn. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, and his girlfriend uh, was it Kim. That's yeah. his girlfriend. Yeah, Kim she's Wexler. starting to realize like, you know, this guy is not who I think right. he is. You know, he's... there's a bunch of questions that we have, like in terms of how, like, what happens to Kim? Like a lot mm-hmm. of, a pretty, I think she, she wasn't even on Breaking Bad. Yeah, people are. She like has been on the record saying like, every time I get a script, I'm just waiting for me to just die because right. I know I don't survive the whole thing, or at least something happens. You know, right? Some shit goes down with her, obviously. Mm-hmm. How many? So what? Was that the fourth or third season was the last season? I think it was the fourth season. So, how many seasons believe, do you think there's going to be? I think probably... Because there's the five seasons of Breaking Bad. Probably five or six, I would say. Yeah, I love Breaking... I, I mean, remember... How much farther do we have until... Because, like, I mean, I think Aaron Paul's probably going to start being in the show oh, pretty wow. soon. You think you know, uh, Brian up... Cranston will be on the show as well? Yes. Yeah, I think, like, it'll be, like, one little... It'll be, like, you, you watch The Office... I did, yeah. Like the finale of The Office, how Steve Carell's in it for like a second. Oh, what? Well, oh, I didn't see the finale. Oh, okay. Well, I I did not see the very last season of The Office because I did not like the season before it. That yeah. was hard for me the to get through. Season before sucked, but honestly, the last season of The Office is really good. Was I like it? it a lot. Well, the thing is, though, as much and as I'm, I'm, and I'm on record trashing The Office a lot because Mitch you? always gives me shit for it. No, 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 no. That's fine because as much as I love The Office, I think it's hilarious. I hate the fandom of The Office. It's just the, people like build it up so much. I know, and it's it's. I I thought it was great, but when other people like just overhype it, I'm just mm. kind of like, hey, I kind of agree with you, but at the same time, I don't agree with you. Right. It's like you don't need to be that freaking obsessed with it. I don't understand it. I hate seeing office memes now. Now it's just like I'm starting to hate when the shows that I yeah, love. It's like and more, it's of, because a, it's more of a culture now than even a show. I know, and it's like I don't. It's ruining it for me because I do love that show, but man, people. Get over it. Watch another show, for God's sakes. It's over. (laughs) Get out of town, dude. I mean, like, I always compare it to, like, because, you know, the big shows of, like, that that kind of, uh, I mean, not even that kind of show, but, like, people have, like, the stand, they stand friends, they stand the office. I like too. And I am on record standing New Girl, because New Girl Girl. is Apparently, folks, apparently I love sitcoms. (laughs) (laughs) Sitcoms I like to laugh. (laughs) Um, uh, But... Yeah, so do you know they're making like a Breaking Bad movie? I think I've heard about that. I think yeah. just starring Aaron Paul. Oh, oh, because so that mean Walter would have. It's official. He would have died. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, that that was actually one TV mean, ending that I'm like, you know what? I'm 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 satisfied. Yeah, no, I think it's one of the best endings. Like the yeah. second best ending I've ever seen in the show. Best by far. The Leftovers. Love that show. Favorite show of all time. Okay. Um, and no one talks about it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I've never seen it. Yeah, you've told like, me about it. I yeah, know me and we actually when we were up in Traverse City with Brian and Croc, we were just watching randomly the. There's only three seasons, so we were watching the f- series finale, and it's just it's so good. Me, okay. And me and Brian both have completely different views on it, like of what happened, because it's. So well, uh, that's interesting. The guy that wrote it, um, also wrote Lost. 
Oh yeah. So like you telling me that. Yeah. So like Lost was like there's a bunch of questions they didn't answer, and this one, the show, like the this the sentimental thing is like, um, or like the main crux story is like you don't know why this shit happened, and you don't get to know, and you have to deal with it, and it's I feel like it's just a response to Lost, like because everyone oh, being okay. pissed about him not answering these questions or trying too hard to answer them. It's like sometimes you don't know the answers, and you just gotta kind of learn to live with not knowing. Or it's open to interpretation. Right. Yeah. Like there's a big thing that happens at the end that either happened or didn't happen because we don't get visual confirmation of it. And mm-hmm. Brian thinks it did. I think it didn't. Okay. And we're both pretty set in our camps. So that makes me want to watch this show. But then also, that I mean, I have to watch Lost as well because I've never seen. No, Lost no, either. no, no. You don't have to watch Lost okay. at all. But you should. I mean, Lost was a big part of my life. I know it was, but that was like... 15, 16, 23, 42, baby. <laughs> I remember you had that stickers on your truck. Yep. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Sorry, Chance, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Sometimes when things get like too overly popular, like it makes me... It kind of turns me off. Yeah, is that Unless, how you felt about Game of Thrones? Did you yes, watch? I didn't watch Game of Thrones, and I don't think I will. That's, But I mean, that's it also... Ended, it ended it's terribly, partially, so I don't blame you, but it was... It's partially because it's the way it's like built up and partially mm-hmm. because I'm just not a big fan of fantasy and I love fiction. I love science fiction. I love horror, you know, but when it comes, when it comes to like fantasy as another form of fiction, it's just not my favorite. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really appeal to me that much, but I always thought maybe when the show is over, I'll give it a chance. But then the, just the way people talk about, it, I'm just like, shut the fuck up already. <laughs> I don't watch the fucking show. Right. You know, yeah. that's how I feel about the, what is like, uh, know. what do you think the next big thing is going to be? Oh, <laughs> I don't know because I haven't really been watching a whole lot of you've TV been, lately. You're in, you know, like like we were saying earlier, you're really into like uh, superhero shit. Yeah, right? that's the thing. Yeah, we were talking about that off the air, which yeah, I can complete kind of like how like I can completely understand how people are sick of the superhero stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm not personally, but that's because I actually am like super into that. Bro, the guy that wrote Lost and The Leftovers is coming out with The Watchmen this year. Oh, the TV series. Yeah. I'm a big Watchmen fan. I loved, I loved that. A lot of people didn't like the movie, but I loved that movie. I like, I like certain versions of the movie. I don't like the theatrical cut. Okay. I love the director's cut, but I think the ultimate cut's the best. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, well, the director's cut obviously has more scenes. Right. Yeah. That are cut out. But like, you know, what, what, like, what, like, what do they add to it? Like, well, they me, add more from the comic book. So, like, more, what, what? Give me an example. Cause I, well, I, I'm, I, I'm I, trying to remember because it's been a while since I've read the comic, and it's yeah. been a while since I've watched. And you the probably movie. don't really remember which the differences are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, the, the ultimate cut adds in tales from the Black Freighter. Dude, when fucking uh, they, they Dr. add a cut because a lot in the comic book, there's uh, there's like a separate story that goes on at the same time, and it's like there's like a kid there at the newsstand who's like reading a comic book, tales mm-hmm. of the Black Freighter. And like, and it's like the comic is like goes on at the same time. This they actually shows panels from that comic from this yeah. while you're reading the book, and um, it's kind of supposed to like kind of like sort of like mirror like what's going what's happening in the story as well. I I think have that's my the, interpretation. Have you seen the trailer for the, for the HBO show? No, I have not. Right, I want to see. We're it. gonna put that on. Okay. And so so that but it incorporates like an animated cartoon of that into the comic as well. Oh, okay, gotcha. Or, I mean, into the movie, into the in yeah, the ultimate yeah. cut, where the director's cut just has deleted scenes. Like, I'm trying... I wish I could... I mean, I'd have to watch... I'm, I wish I could recall what was what was different. All right, we're going to put this on for you guys. Right, I know you guys are going to be able to listen to it, but uh, I don't know. I'm really excited either because way the, how much I trust this yeah. writer. You either know? way, the comic book is by far the best, and there's even, like, a comic series before Watchmen, which is not written by Alan Moore, who did the Watchmen comic, that I think those are pretty good as well. So any comic book fans, check out Watchmen. We are no one. There's Rorschach. 
Or, or several yeah, Rorschachs, wow. And we are invisible. We convinced ourselves that they were gone, but they were just hibernating. I'm liking this trailer so far. <laughs> so this is going to definitely be taking place after the Watchmen story, I can tell. I think so. I guess we have ourselves a reckoning. Oh, is that Ozymandias there? That look cool. Does this look fucking badass. It does. Oh, nothing. Just the end of the world. Oh man, dude, it's gonna be good. Wow. Like. I don't know. There's very little writers I trust more than Damon Lindelof. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty pretty fucking stoked for that. I hope that turns into the next cultural phenomenon. You know? Yeah, I, I like. Would, I would I, check that out. I like cultural phenomenon. It's like Game of Thrones when everyone like it's just like when do you get to see that? Like where everyone knows mm -hmm. exactly what you're talking well, about. And you, you know, know, the thing is, I'm not against cultural phenomenons. Like it mm -hmm. might sound like you know, like I was a big Walking Dead fan till yeah. I thought it started to suck, which I heard it actually got better again. Yeah, I think I, I've been on record saying that. Like yeah. once Rick Grimes left. I mean, I'm sorry if that was a spoiler for no, you. No, I but, already knew. But uh, it got really good again. Like, really? Okay. I really liked this last yeah, season. Yeah, the thing is, but I guess maybe I just got sick of it as well. But, like, I was big, but that's, like, something, because, like I said before, I'm a fan of horror. Yeah. But that's also, like, it's not just horror, though, either. It has elements of horror. It's like it's like a horror, it's like a horror movie that takes place, like, in, like, what would it be, like, a survival? Like, what would it, what would you, how would you describe Walking Dead? Um, the series. Like, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With elements of horror. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's zombies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of course. Definitely. So, I mean, sometimes, but like I said, and I, I am an Office fan. I'm just sick of the fandom. Yeah. You know? I just think people like thinking it's better than New Girl. Really, that's my big complaint. <laughs> New Girl. <laughs> New Girl's a great show. Dude, love New Girl. It's so hilarious. It is. I could watch it every day. And I sometimes. And there's. Other than my favorite show of all time, Practical Jokers. But. Yeah. There's many bands that I'm a fan of, but I hate many fan bases as well. Yeah, like, give me an example. I'm trying to think of one that would... Like Fish? I don't even know what yeah, Fish is, know. but, like, they have a weird fandom. Or it's, like, kind of well, like... I, the, heard, I think they... like, the Grateful Dead, like, their fandom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't... Like, I haven't really heard a song by Grateful Dead that I like, <laughs> really. Right. <laughs> okay, well, this is not going to be the best example because I'm not really a fan of this band. Uh-huh. I don't hate them, but I don't... I like a. I only like a couple of their songs, which would be Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, okay. I'm not. I've never been a really big fan of that. I've never understood why they're so popular. Dude, that fucking backcountry song slaps so hard. It's to me that song's okay. Like it's just I like li I don't hate it, but it's not. I don't the not say I love it, but it's like like. But, so you can just see how talented everyone in the band. Yes, is that they song. are talent. I'm not going to deny their talent, but it's just like talented musicians. But maybe not the greatest, I guess, maybe songwriters. Yeah, yeah. And I think they start to recognize that in their later stuff, and they start to maybe write better songs. Right. That's what, like, makes brand new, like, because yes. they're not, they are not the most talented musicians. But they're great uh, songwriters. But they're the best songwriters, in my opinion. But, yeah. You know. It, but, like, from, like, a technical, musical perspective, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could, their music is great. Right. 
But like, it's just I don't know what it is about them. There's always just something missing. But then just see it. You know how popular like Avengers? They're a very mm-hmm. popular band. And I'm just like, I never understood how they were so popular. Right. You like know? I always think about like I mean this might be this might be a little offensive to some people, but like Jimi Hendrix, like best guitar player of all time. But also I don't think his voice is that good, and I don't think his songwriting is that good oh, lyrically. Lyrically, it's not offensive to me, but it's just like that's it's disappointing to me because uh, Jimi Hendrix I think is. Like imagine if Jimi Hendrix Jimmy had Hendrix. Robert Plant singing for him. Like eh. I mean I know Jimmy Page is like right on par with Hendrix, but yeah, Hendrix just definitely. sounds so Well I so, love Jimmy so, Hendrix so different. Voice. And I lyrically I think his lyrics are absolutely incredible. I just don't like his voice, I think it might be. Maybe I'm yeah. over I'm actually yeah, his lyrics aren't aren't bad. I don't his I, lyrics are great, I should not actually. accept that. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you should have called but me you're out just... first faster. But like yeah, I just not into <laughs> yeah. his, I just think he's not the greatest of singers. Like it's like Bob Dylan. I can understand. Yeah, best yeah, you story, know, like one of the best, best songwriter story. ever. Yeah. yeah. Terrible fucking voice. I know a lot of people who hate him just based on his voice, yeah. but I'm Dude, just he's got, like my favorite song in the world is written by him. Mm-hmm. But But I'm like but I know but I know people who at the same time hate Bob Dylan, but they love covers of his songs. Yeah. Because they recognize Does they're like hey, I'm not a popular one. I don't know. I think so. I think I've I heard a reggae actually. cover of "Blown in the Wind" not that like a week ago, and I was like, "This is dope." And I am a Bob Dylan the fan. The answer, my friend, yeah. is blowing <laughs> in the wind. But yeah, I but even though they say that, like I hate Bob Dylan, but I'm not going to deny the fact that he is a great songwriter. Right. That's how you know. That's kind of how I feel about Bruce Springsteen. Dude, I only like one Bruce Springsteen song, and it's "I'm on Fire." I like some of his songs, but I'm not a big fan of his. It's not, I think it's just, I'm not a big fan of his music. Fear number three, how the president grabbed me. Oh my God. Yes, he did. He grabbed us all. Right in my nuts. Yep. Yeah, that fucker. Um, <laughs> anyways, Bruce Springsteen, you want to finish your thoughts on that? Yeah, all, all I was going to say was, um, I know a lot of people, like kind of like myself included, who I think he's a phenomenal songwriter, mm-hmm. but I don't really like his music that much gotcha. but like i've heard many covers though that i'm like this song is awesome bro but I'm there are there like are so i'm like one of my favorite songs i love the song dancing in the dark by bruce springsteen that's probably my favorite bruce song because i mean i can relate to the lyrics like so well you know mm-hmm. and i think it's a i think it's a cool song got you yeah um so politics all right kevin kevin not brian kevin <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's more is there? Yeah. All right. I was like, did you drink my last one? I did not drink your last one, just because I'm drinking faster Even than you. <laughs> Kevin is still on his first beer. I'm just kidding. This is my second one. <laughs> also, folks, I had to take an alcohol hiatus for health reasons anyway, so I'm getting used to drinking again. Welcome back. <laughs> I've missed it so much. I want to, like, kiss this bottle right now. <laughs> I've never got off the boat, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never had to. Um, politics. So we're going to take a quick um, strain away from the normal politics, and we're going to talk about our high school. Because I don't know anything about normal <laughs> politics. <laughs> Me and Kevin graduated from Franklin High School. I'm 09. What are you? 11. 11? Yep. Two years <laughs> apart. Did you have uh, the teacher we're going to be referencing? No, but she was she was a track coach, and I she I she coached me mm-hmm. when I was on the team. So a chemistry teacher, a female chemistry teacher in Franklin, just got fired for sending nude pictures to uh, a fourteen-year-old ninth oh, grader. It was a ninth grader, yeah. which is I don't know if this is like insane. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. She was obviously sending nude photos to students, though. That's fact. Yeah, if it was a ninth grader or not, I. I'm pretty sure we're pretty sure it was, but yeah. At this point, we can't say it's 100 percent fact. Like what? 
the fuck, dude? <laughs> that is absolutely disgusting. Especially because most ninth graders are 14. Yeah. This lady is 44 years old. Mm-hmm. A 30-year age gap. This kid's balls have probably not even dropped <laughs> yet. <laughs> you know? Like... And you know, I mean, uh, I don't. It's really hard to saying this, but I mean, I'm sure you were. I mean, I was sexually active as a teenager. Yeah. And kind of looking back on that now, now that I'm older in my mid twenties, I'm kind of disgusted by that fact. You know. I just couldn't imagine, like, especially like like that young, like us. Like, let's say we did something like that. Yeah. Like. I mean, and, and, and we're only like a little bit, like a 15 year difference from that. Exactly. And and she's like what, like like a 30 year difference or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I can't uh, imagine what, <laughs> especially cause Miss McQuaid's like a, an attractive lady. Yeah. Oh, you just said her name right there. <laughs> uh, well, I don't Who, care. Mrs. Ever, McQuaid. <laughs> Who cares? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Pretty sure her first name you, was Jennifer, you did a, but I don't remember. You did a bad thing. Now deal with it. So. Yeah, you're going to get what you deserve. So fuck you McQuaid. You can, you can come back from, I that, feel absolutely to... horrible for her children. Yeah, gosh. She has two children who are they're definitely old enough to know what's going on. So I feel absolutely horrible for those kids. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, <laughs> I I th- this might not be the most popular thing to say, but I do feel bad for her like oh. having like I mean, I don't know what went wrong in her life where this is something she's doing. You know, I turning into a predator, but she seemed, I she seemed this, really nice. Like she did. She was yeah. maybe a little too flirty, obviously. I didn't know that cuz <laughs> like I said, I was in one of her students, so But like how does it even get to that point? And when I when I was on the track team, I remember one year when I was in the year that she coached like the group that I was with a lot. Yeah. I didn't I didn't expect that from her, but I didn't I wasn't that close with her either, but I we didn't work together that much. We definitely, I definitely did work with her a lot when mm-hmm. I was on the track team, but there was also other groups with other kids with us, and she was pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant with a ch- with one of her children. Right. But I would not have expected that. But then at the same time, I didn't, I didn't sit with her for an hour in class every day either. So I don't know what happened there. But I've heard, I've talked about this with other former, other uh, classmates of ours, mm-hmm. and uh, they said that like, you know what? I'm actually. I am surprised, but I'm actually not that surprised. Right. Because she actually did pick favorites and was kind of flirtatious with some of them. I'm like, oh, my God. Why <laughs> yeah, was she no, not flirtatious? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, Snapchat exists. Maybe that, maybe that kid's just got, like, super, That's where super bomb game, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> well, I think, no, this she sent him to multiple students. Yeah. yeah. Get, varying in ages. Like, what? what is going through her fucking head to think that that's remotely, I, remotely okay? Like, wait, can't you, know, you just wait until, like, they're 18 and out of high school? <laughs> then, like, I mean, it's still fucking it's weird. It's still fucking weird, for but sure. But it's not illegal. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> I, you know what? You know, I'm not a doctor of any, by any means, but I view this as, like, some sort of form of mental illness. Yeah. You know, if you're finding attract, attraction to basically children. Right. You know. That you are, like, like we were saying earlier, like, you're essentially grooming them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. If you're attracted to children like that. You know, I would think I would think that maybe you need to go seek professional help. Oh, she for sure does. She's got. You know? I mean, I think she's going through. Well, she's probably I going think, to prison now. I think she's going through a divorce. I yeah, don't, that's what I've heard. Which I mean, don't know for. I've heard that this divorce has been going on for a while. Yeah, now. everything's well, going to be finalized now. She's going to lose custody of her children. Yeah, obviously. So her life is just. Imagine her like. <laughs> I just always think of like. Wonder what her reaction was once she saw that that kid screenshot at the Snapchat. You know. <sighs> Like, she would have been like, oh, fuck. 
It, and now, that, and now also, it's like everybody seen, we've all seen these photos now. Like they've just circulated so fast to like yeah. everyone that went to Franklin. Like, yeah, I've, I'm sure most people that know about this story have seen the photos. Yes. Like, and literally what you're doing when you're doing this, when you're sending it, when you take a nude photo of yourself and you're sending it to a monitor. Never done it. Oh, yeah. Neither have I. Never will either. I'm surprised you haven't, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like something like, I'm, I'm crazy, guys. I've seen you naked multiple times. So. <laughs> no, Nick, I've never actually seen you naked. Hey, don't want anyone to get jealous of what I'm working with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could. Oh! <laughs> anyways. So anyways, when you're, but when you're doing that, you're not just sending nude photos. What you're doing is you're sending evidence because this is going to get out. Yeah. It always gets out. No one gets away with 19, this. dude. No one's going to get away with this ever. It's going to get out. You're mm. sending evidence. All you're doing is creating evidence to screw yourself. Right. Well, hopefully. I think that's what she was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was looking to screw someone else. Now yeah. she's screwing herself. Right. But like kind of how I was saying, like I view this, it must be, yeah, I'm not a doctor, but I would think that this would have to be some sort of mental illness. And I think if you have those thoughts in your head, that's not normal. Right. And you shouldn't. And I would I encourage people it's to malicious. get professional help. Yes. I encourage if you have those thoughts to please seek professional help, not children, not right. trying to have sex with children. Right. That's what I would encourage. You know, maybe people are afraid to talk about those thoughts in their head cuz you know they would think that like I don't want to be thought of as a pedophile, but then you become a pedophile. Right. Don't become a pedophile. Try to help yourself, you know? That's that mm-hmm. would be that's what I would think. I don't know if I'm right, obviously, because I'm not. I have don't have a degree in psychology. I, you know, I don't know anything about that. But that's my opinion, and that's what I would encourage. Yeah, I mean, I think like you know, I, I, I have I have this view of like when people like have these thoughts, like child predators and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think necessarily having the thoughts is uh, something you can really control, mm-hmm. but acting on them you can. And yes, that's where absolutely. you gotta realize like what's like what's the fuck's the right thing to do and you're like a mentor to these children absolutely because if you're like a personable teacher where like you know like because like my favorite teacher of all time was uh my german teacher and she was like super personable with me she's i met her i met her in california after and she she sold me my drum set oh know? wow i didn't like, know she that. was she was like the and, and you know i i only took two years of german but i can still recite a lot of it because of how personable she was towards mm-hmm. me you know like she just was like a, a straight up mentor and uh yeah you know like a, and turned into a friend you know yeah and uh but, but then like if it, i can't imagine if, if she tried if she, to, was if like, she came on to you like that though that'd be so gross it'd be like your dad coming on to you or something <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know like someone you like look at as like a parent a parental figure in a way you know yeah yeah like fucked the world's fucked dude <laughs> yeah that would f- you know, and like at the time, like my teenage self would probably embrace it. I probably would think I'm the fucking man, but yeah. now that I'm older and wiser and more mature, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, me and mature, yeah, right. <laughs> now that I'm more mature, though, you know, it's like I would not want to think of a teenager in that way. And like I'm kind of, I'm kind of grossed out by some of the shit I did when I was young because I was so young. Right. You know? We're all little idiots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I can't turn back can't time. Blame, can't yeah. blame this kid at all. But, you know, it's also it's interesting to think of the dynamic of, like, the double standard that it would be if, like, this was a male teacher mm-hmm. going. Hey, I think this is just as wrong. Even though, you know, like, some of the friends that are listening to this right now would definitely think I might have been lighthearted in this. No, I, 
I do find a sense of humor in this, and it's in a, some sort of sick way because I'm fucked up like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I saw those pictures. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I, f- I found her attractive in high school. I find her attractive now, but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I know I do not condone what she did at all, and what she gets after this is what she deserves. I she shouldn't have never done this, and yeah. I and I hate the fact that she did. Yeah, so no, I'm not gonna. Up, dude. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna. If this was Mr. McQuaid. I think it's just as wrong as if this is is Miss McQuaid or Mrs. Mr. McQuaid. I think it's definitely wrong on both ends, but yes. it's. I think it's a lot worse if it's a guy, and uh, you know, like it, everything should be equal, but really, like the d- dynamic between men and women is different because there's like a power struggle. There's more of a. Pred- oh yeah, there's. It's like a. It's like a deeper a physical, predatory. A thing. physical advantage that men would have over as such a like a teenage girl as opposed to right. a lot of teenage boys some of them and, some of them could be big kids and especially te- ath- athletes you know right athletic teenagers I and mean, teenage boys are horny people that just want to fuck all the time you know like they're gonna be, yeah i was once a teenage boy too you know i know how <laughs> right. that is right yeah i'm still a teenage boy <laughs> <laughs> I, I still act like a teenage boy that's for sure <laughs> sometimes i th- sometimes i think i'm sometimes i'm like am i do I act my age? I'm like, I definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, well, we're, we're getting really lighthearted this situation now. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. All's fair in comedy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what's going on in our neck of the woods. <laughs> Good old Livonia, Michigan. How are you feeling about politics in the grand scheme these days? I don't, you know. I, you into it? No. No? Politics make me sad. Because of how the world is, like, what yeah, are you, what are you, you're, you're, I'm assuming you're a Democrat, for the most part, yeah. Um, I actually kind of took this Facebook quiz. Mm-hmm. I think I said I was like 52 percent Democrat, 48 percent Republican. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I can, I can identify. So, what are your Republican qualities? I, I don't really know. I mean, it's, it's, it's so hard to say, and I'm not the most educated person on this. I'm not gonna lie, it's and okay. I don't want to. We're sound just, like we're just making conversation. You know, like kind of like I noticed, like a lot of Republicans, they kind of do view like I guess more freedom. Yeah. I, in a way, you know, you know, you know, what I'm talking less, about less less government. I wouldn't. Yeah, say, yes, I wouldn't yes, say yes, more freedom, yes, but I would yes, say less yes. government. I kind of agree with that, that philosophy. Mm-hmm. But am I a total Republican? No, because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of things on the Republican Party that I think is absolutely atrocious. Yeah, you probably like you probably really don't want gay people getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't the, wouldn't the Republican Party love that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's your Republican aspect, right? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I was at you were at Pride, yeah. I was at Pride, yes. What did your shirt... Kevin made his own shirt when he went to Pride in uh, Detroit. Yes, my shirt said, I'm straight, I came to support. And then there was like a little like uh, like drawing of like a black and white rainbow on there. Nice. I got... I People loved... They, they loved it, you know? You know, because I'm sure obviously there's people there that would... I mean, not there, obviously, but there's... People I mean, there were literally Nazis there with guns. <laughs> there was, yeah. And holding a giant swastika. They were there with guns? Yeah, dude. I'm going show you the Holy video. shit. It's, it's fucking bonkers, man. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see the Nazis when I was there, but they were there. Apparently, they were there on the day that I went, which I think is, fuck Nazis. Nazi, hey, Nazi punks, fuck off. Oh, my God. Oh my fucking god, that is. I hate that shit so much. This is in Detroit, fucking Michigan this weekend. If I saw them, I would have told them to fuck off. Dude, yeah, I don't know. Like, hey, listen. Hey, hey. 
those Nazis were chanting "fuck you, faggots." Yeah. Tell you, tell you something. All those people at Pride. No gay person is a faggot. Nazis, you're the fucking faggots. <laughs> Fuck you, Nazi faggots. Dude, no yeah. gay person is a faggot. A gay person is a human being. Like, what is up with all people this? People are... Pe- I don't understand. Like, how How do you... I, I, what breeds this culture? Because it's been... You know, it's been around since the I was the texting one of our friends, you know. He definitely wouldn't go to Pride. Not that he's... He's not, not against gay people. It's just not his scene. Yeah. You know? But he's just... When he heard about the Nazi things... He was just kind of like, I just can't fucking believe that shit actually exists. And I'm like, I can't believe either. And then he's like, where's the Blues Brothers when you need them? Have you seen the movie The Blues Brothers? I have not. Oh, my God, I, man. I'm a terrible movie person. I have oh, not man. seen so yeah, many movies. Yeah, you're more into TV shows. <laughs> I think I'm more into TV shows, too, actually. But no, TV I shows love are mo- better. I love movies. I fucking love movies. TV shows movies. are deeper. I like movies, too. Don't get anything, me wrong. anything that is on film is like my life, though. Mm-hmm. Even though I have like such a short attention span. But, you know, and... I went to Pride. I went with uh, some of my lesbian friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Who'd you go with? Uh, Anyone I know? Yeah, Jenna. Oh, you went with the... Uh, yes, Jenna. Ki- Kitchen Jenna? Kitchen Jenna, As we yes. know her. And then her friend, Aaliyah. Mm. And like, I was kind of like nervous because I'm just like, oh, am I going to get hit on by a bunch of dudes? And I'm like, that's why I made that shirt. But I'm just like, what am I nervous about? I'm just here to have fun. Yeah, dude. Man, that's, just, like, that's just what being a girl is. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I, hey, you know, also I kind of consider myself like a feminist as well. Well, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Most, pe- most people are, even if they don't want to label themselves that. But most people want. Well, I have no problem labeling myself a feminist yeah. at all. Most people believe that men and women should be tr- treated equally. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. But you know, when I was there, you know, I had, I had a fun. I had fun. I didn't really do a whole. I, we weren't there that long. You know, I had I had fun. Um, mm-hmm. kind of. Um. Had Dude, I've had like my best partying nights at like some gay bars, like in, yeah. in Denver with like Sean and Brad. I don't think I'd mind going to a gay bar, you know? No, dude, it's fine. It's like I said, there's always like that because me being a straight man, there's always that nervous factor. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to that. But I'm like, what? You know? Oh, but dude, I definitely I'm there. been hit on, but I, you know, I, yeah. I dig the the attention. So. But then the thing is, I'd probably dig it too once I get hit. I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> no, thank you, but I appreciate that. Like when people saw my shirt, they were like so happy to see my shirt. They're like. Wow, we so appreciate that someone like you would come to the. Is, well, there was many other street people there too as well. Right. But uh, the fact that I think that said that I came to support, mm-hmm. I think that that's the part that they love the most. Right. So I was yeah. giving out fist bumps left and right. They're like, "Oh my god, that is amazing of you." <laughs> I'm like, "I know. You, you be you. Don't ever be afraid to be who you are." Dude, yeah, and you're pretty, you're pretty like comfortable. Like I don't know why you'd Absolutely. be afraid of uh, being hit on i don't like, know me, it's just like me and you have literally kissed on the lips i know we have times. kissed on the lips multiple <laughs> times i've had photographic evidence of it too <laughs> i guess maybe because there is although i'm a feminist i don't think i don't think masculinity is a bad word because i definitely do have masculine tendencies mm-hmm. uh, but i think mine are like healthy i guess you could say maybe yeah, I mean, I think masculinity yeah. is like defined by your own your yourself, really. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very comfortable with my masculinity. I think maybe it's just because how I was gr- kind of grew up. What makes you masculine? Do you think? I I mean, it's I don't know. It's hard to it's it differs. It's varies on person, you know. Yeah, I mean, so that's why I'm asking. Like, what I'm, do you think your qualities? What What do you consider oh, masculine man. on yourself? As I've already had a couple of drinks of me, you know, I got to think. Sometimes <laughs> 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 when I was back in school, when I was not not high school, but. When you were getting nudes from Miss McQuaid? <laughs> <laughs> no, more like not after college, but when I was in trade school and I went and drunk a lot, it was just like, well, I shouldn't have came and drunk and now I can't even focus, you know? And I was like, well, my masculine, I don't know. Okay, kind of like, okay, how about when I showed that one, when I'm like, when I'm drunk, walking around my house with my shirt off and I start noticing, I'm like, hey, man, I'm starting to get fucking ripped. 
Yeah. Like, my, my, my muscle tone is getting... I'm starting to get more muscles, and I'm like, fuck, I'm, like, so fucking Mexican right now. When I'm Also, when I'm drunk, the only thing I listen to is pop punk, hip-hop, or metal. Because <laughs> I just want to get <laughs> fucking hype. Like I said, I'm, see, I'm beating my fucking chest. I'm like, I'm the masculine-ass motherfucker right now. Yeah, you know, like shit a, like that. It's like a built-in aggressiveness kind yeah, of Yeah, I guess maybe be, my aggressiveness, I guess you could say, would be my mm-hmm. masculine quality. I mean, being aggressive is fine as long as... Anything is fine as long as you're not... Fucking with somebody else, you know. No, yeah, I'm not a fuckboy at all. That's not exactly what I meant. No, but, yeah, actually, you know, that's do, a bad And I do example. think that's a per- personal attack on me, but oh, uh, you're not. I don't think of you as a fuckboy. <laughs> what do you think a fuckboy is? Oh shit. <laughs> uh, sorry, Dude, women. <laughs> I think of, I think of just just a general douchebag is what mm. I think of. No, I think a fuckboy is like someone that's trying to fuck all the time. Well, I mean, yeah, but. I mean, I think there's other and qualities. And achieving well. it. <laughs> well, I don't always think they achieve it. They probably achieve it more than most, obviously. Mm. But no, I just think of it like a general douchebag. Is I think of kind of like a fuckboy who's trying to fuck too hard. Yeah. And maybe they get lucky. Maybe they don't. But someone who tries too hard is someone who I vision as a fuckboy. Yeah. That, but that's my personal opinion. I'm sure, obviously, there's many differences. Yeah. Well, hey, to each their own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you don't... Like the Satanism uh, rule, <laughs> do, do what? whatever the do whatever the fuck you want. Indulge <laughs> in anything as long as you're not harming anyone else. That's like what Satanists believe in. Oh yeah, there are some definitely. I mean, at least the one article I read about them <laughs> says that there are different types of Satanism. I've noticed. That's why I consider sure. myself a Satanist sometimes because they don't they don't even believe in God. It's just like they believe in the philosophy of Satan. Like li- literally, Satan uh, wanted to play music. God banished him to hell. <laughs> I don't know much about religion, so I can't talk about yeah, that. I don't either. I just like to flaunt like I do. Yeah, but man, if those Nazis were, th- I wish I, I wish I did see them because I would have been like, hey, like I said, I'm a straight man. I would have called them fags because, to mm-hmm. me, a gay person is not a fag. But those motherfuckers there. I mean, the word know. the word fag and faggot is just a slanderous term towards exactly. gay people. You know? Yeah, it's I know like, it is. Yeah. Like it's like how when we grew up using the word gay like mm-hmm. the way we did. Like, yeah. just all it means is, like, something lame or something exactly. stupid. Like, which, you know, turns it into, like, oh, <laughs> I'm gay. I'm lame. I'm stupid, you know? Yeah, yeah. I remember the yeah. last time I – I mean, I'm trying to bring it back out of polarity <laughs> because I think we're past the point where, like – like right. Like, if, if it still means something bad – you, we're, I think, I don't know, hopefully I like I think, think we've already established how much we love gay people yeah. right now. Like, I think culturally we're – like, for the majority of us, we're, like, totally upset, accepting and don't really believe it like that anymore. I think even people who grew up not accepting are starting to come around to Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they're starting to look at it from a different perspective. The key is just talking to people about this shit and doing it in a way where you don't – like, you know, let's say we go – we met up with some of those Nazis, like, met them somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like – the the way forward is not to kick their asses because that's just going to reinforce their behavior and make them hate what we believe in even more. The trick, in these, at least what I believe, is like what I say at the end of every podcast, listen to them, figure out where they're coming from, and try to get gain their trust enough for you to explain why you disagree Okay. very respectably. It's hard to do that when they're straight, straight up protesting, oh, yeah. saying white power got – what were they saying? They were saying, fuck you, faggots, yeah, white and, power. and white power, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of hard to do, so I'll just be like, no, fuck you. You know, I'd be like, I'm, fu- I'm the straightest, I mean, I don't, know if, I don't know if I was the straightest, I'm just 
I'm the gayest straight guy you'll ever meet. <laughs> I might be, and I, I consider myself masculine at the same time. Yeah. I'm, I would have gave them the middle finger, said fuck you to them. I'd be like, hey, you know, here, I'm straight. You know, hey, any man want to kiss me on the lips right now? I'll fucking kiss him on the lips just to fuck with yeah. those assholes. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was... But, I mean, it's hard, to, you know, but, I mean, would I love to have sit down and have a conversation to try to change their perspective on life? Absolutely. I can't believe that Nazis, mm-hmm. Nazis exist. Yeah. In 2019. I know, man. We're, in Detroit, Michigan. The Roaring Twenties are coming back next year, and <laughs> we're right back there. The 2020s, man. The 2020s. I can't wait. Yeah, another decade I'm going to live through. My, <laughs> my third one, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, like, but I just really think, like, even though, like, and, and this is me knowing that I'm speaking from a place of, like privilege because I am a white male. Like, yeah, like, me too. Honestly, we're killing it right now as white because <laughs> of how the world is. But it's fucked and it's terrible. Right. But um, so like it's it's easier for me to say like yeah, sit down and listen to these people. But when you're somebody that's like being oppressed, like yeah, I get that your tendency is to want to fight. I and, I, and mm-hmm. be be like aggressive and cut them out and like don't give them any leeway. But I think as as a privileged white male, like we are the ones that can bridge this gap a little bit and make it a little easier. Like diversify your culture is like yes. what you got to do. And yes. I'm and, and and I'm coming from like I don't like have many people of color friends. Like it's just it's just where we grew up. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say it's it's just kind of how we grew up. Mm-hmm. It's mostly it's mostly white. Right. There are definitely other um uh, definitely other uh, races mm-hmm. and you know religions as well but it's just it was just mostly white which it's kind of weird the way that where we grew up is set up you know like kind of like where we live it's mostly white yeah we're like you know like when i was i used to work on the road a lot like as a as a a repairman i used Mm -hmm. to work on the road not that i do i don't do that anymore but like when i went to dearborn it was mostly arabic right yeah i would go to arabic place in i go to redford i go to redford southfield detroit it's it's mostly black right i go to oak park I discovered this in Oak Park. It was mostly Jewish. Oh, really? Yeah. Where's Oak Park? It's near Detroit. Oh, okay. like it's like near Detroit and Southfield. Got you. You know, there's also a Mexican neighborhood in Detroit. You know, it's mm. just kind of like it was like kind of like weird to me how like it's like so like kind of like racially like segregated. Divided. Yeah, it's like I don't understand why that is. It, it, well, because that's that's like people are comfortable being around people that look like them. You know. I guess, you know, yeah, I mean, there's truth to that. And, like, sure. the cultures that, like, because, you mean, a white and black culture is completely different than, you know, yeah. the, uh, Jewish yeah, or uh, <laughs> Muslim culture, right. you know? Like, every, like, it's it's hard uh, to have, like, like, I, I but also see- where, also, many jobs I've had, you know, like, um, obviously, because we live, we live literally right right next door to Detroit. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who like have come in from Detroit to like the places that I've worked and the many jobs I've had. You know, I've worked with many uh, you know, African Americans mm. and like I've kind of learned it like a little bit like kind of like how they grew up, you know, cuz like I grew up I didn't grow up poor. I didn't grow up rich. Right. I grew up like I had a pretty good You're in upbringing. A, we're really in a, good we're upbringing. in a place. What would it be like middle class? Would that be what it's considered? Yeah. Yeah, I had a very good upbringing, you know. The best. But like seeing how they grew up, I'm just like, man, it is like vastly different. I you know, you're, feel bad you know, you're privileged it, you know? when like, 
like pretty much no matter what you do in your life, you're never going to be homeless. You know? Right, right. Like you're and always going to have someone to take care of you. I've had many financial whether troubles. It's, and whether it's based yeah. on friends or like you got exactly. a, you got a massive family that loves you. Exactly. You yes. know, we got all this shit. Like I've struggled to pay rent and pay bills, but you know what? I've you never ever been like really worried. Yes, but at the same time, I've never worried to the point where it's just like, I think I'm going to end up on the streets. Yeah. I don't think that would ever happen. Right. Yeah, that that's literally like, like one of the definitions of privilege is yeah. uh, we have a safety net, they don't. Yeah, and that sucks. And you know, it's, I wish, all, I wish it's pretty did. much all our ancestors, fall, our, specifically our white ancestors yes. that control everything. Yes. You know, whoever, what's that lyric from Rage Against the Machine? Who controls the past controls the future. Who controls the present now controls the past. Who controls the present now controls the future. Who controls the present now controls the past. Now testify, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, like everyone's, I don't know. I've, 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 this has been a really weird time in my life when it comes to politics because everything uh-huh. seems like it's just. It, it's getting segregated again. Somehow, like I was like, like, yeah, we're going forward. Everything is moving and then just. Now, no, now, well, now we're no. taking two steps back. Now it's like fucking crazy, and Donald Trump might literally be the cause of the end of the world. <laughs> like, like he is the biggest threat to the end of the world right now. I, yeah. These stupid-ass tariffs on Mexico. Ford's going to like cut a bunch of jobs. You know, I Michigan's going to be one of the biggest affected states by it. That's, that scares the shit out of me because we live in Michigan. Yeah. You know what? I, had a, you know what? I actually had a nightmare last night. It's... Um, where literally Donald Trump got his approval to build, get that wall built up. Yeah. He didn't just get it built up in Mexico, though. He got it built up on Canada, too. <laughs> you know, why build a wall? Why, why don't just build, I don't a, know. Build, a, build a pit of fire? Just <laughs> <laughs> something that's actually going to stop people from coming That's over. the thing, though. That's To me, it just... And it's probably cheaper. You know, in some weird way, I get why he wants to do it. I don't agree with it at mm-hmm. all. I don't want a wall. Because the thing is, though, it, it just still feels like he's just trying to... Cut people out. Well, that's, you know, he's different... doing it because his base likes it, and his base is a bunch of racists that don't mm-hmm. understand. Yes, like brown people. And I'm not, I'm not for illegal immigration whatsoever. Yeah, you don't think you don't think that we should just have open borders like no, some no, psychopath. no, 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 absolutely not. But I don't think that we should cut people out like that either. Mm-hmm. I'm I think not, if I'm we not, can help people, we I, should. Yes, I'm not a xenophobic whatsoever. Right. I think xenophobia is atrocious mm-hmm. especially being that literally america is a country built on immigrants yeah it was or it really or actually it was immigrants took over the country mm-hmm. they stole it from the native americans correct yeah yeah i mean so now literally at some everyone is essentially you know everyone comes from immigrants like my grandparents three of my grandparents were immigrants three of them mm-hmm. you know they're from scotland three of them were from scotland right but they were white yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> there are no black people in Scotland. Well, you know, well, well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, there's, you know, like I'm sure there's probably is, but <laughs> um, that actually had. Yeah, my my my, my great grandfather was from Lithuania. Great, our immigrant. I mean, everyone, everyone, all of us were. There's no unless you're a Native American. You're even Native. Mm-hmm. If we go back far enough, everyone's a fucking immigrant except for the first humans that. Uh, but came, also, came to this humanity wall, in Africa. This wall, I don't want people to have the perception that if you are a Latino, a Latino American, that mm-hmm. you are an illegal immigrant. Yeah. You know, I don't want people to have that perception at all. Right. Well, hey, climate change is going to happen. Um, <laughs> countries are going to get flooded. There's well, yeah, going to be an influx of immigrants. Like, it's, it's June, and it's like 
the weather is kind of cool. It's like this is weird. weather is weird this year, isn't yeah. it? The last two years, the weather has been fucking bonkers. I mean, the weather changes in the state constantly, but the way it's been this year, it's just kind of like it has not it stopped just, raining. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all the time we have here. Well, holy crap. Kevin, thanks Nick, for joining me. Thank you for having me on. Finally. <laughs> do you have any social media you want to plug or anything you want to plug? I can't say I do. <laughs> okay. I, I, hey, here. Whenever we do a film together, check out Basilica Films. Yep. I can say that. That's all I could really plug. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Kevin, we'd love to have you. We will have you back, everybody. This I would love has to been... be back very soon if I could. We'll have you back. Oh, relatively soon. All right. You know, I got a big guest list now. Every, every, everyone's fucking bugging me. Um, um, uh, anyways, this has been the Split Six Podcast, guys. The podcast where we split a six back and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I have been your host, Nick Wagella. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wagella. Follow us on uh, anywhere you can get your podcast. I think we're on Spotify now, too. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you for splitting six with me. And remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. Love you guys. See you next week. If I survive Bonnaroo.